Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, welcome to the Neek and Chuck Pro Football Talk Show. I am your host, Neek, and my main man, Mr. C, better known as Chuck, is not with me today in the studio. I'm going solo today, fans. Chuck is back in Ohio vacation and visiting his family. Man, I miss my home state. But, guys, big shout-out to all my peoples back in Dayton and in Cincinnati as well as Columbus. Can't forget about Cleveland as well. I'll be back this summer visiting you guys. So, Big ups to you guys. All right, today's show, we're going to talk about this AFC East and the AFC South. Just going to recap each team's uh, draft picks. I'm not going to run through every team's draft picks. Just going to focus on some of the picks that I liked, I enjoyed. Actually, I'm going to talk about some of the picks that I really didn't like. But actually, most of these teams um, in these two divisions did a good job in draft and drafting. Um, you know, I'm going to start off with these bills. But it's so funny because when I was doing the getting ready to prepare for this show today, I saw some Bills news, and I'm sitting here saying, what's going on in the Bills? And Richie Incognito, the Pro Bowl guard, announces that he's on retiring. Actually, he did that a week ago, but the team announced that they plan on head releasing him. And I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, like, what is going on with Richie? I know Richie has some issues. Um, well, we all know Richie has some issues. Um, he's a beast on the field. You know, he takes a lot out a lot of his issues and problems on the field because, like I said, he's a nasty one of the best run blocking run blocking guards in the game. But I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, like, Richie, Richie got cut, huh? Interesting. And it's really interesting because when you think about Richie, 34 years old, going on 35, um, he's kind of upset. I know where he's coming from. He's kind of upset because he feels like he should still be paid top dollar. But, Richie, man, you got to understand, Jahari Evans, one of the best guards in the game. You know, he hasn't been a beast about three or four years ago. He's been kind of, you know, you know, playing on the one-year deals last few years. But, actually, last year, I can't remember if Jahari played at all. Um, but it's crazy because Jahari was one of the top guards in the game. And I remember he got that big, huge Masters contract from the Saints. And that's what happens when you get older. These teams, man, they're trying to get younger. Um, they're trying to cut salary cap. You know, they're trying to trying to get under the salary cap, and it's, it's a young man game. I mean, it's just that's just true. I mean, look at Josh Sitton, another one of the top guards in the game. You know, he had to take what was it one year, two year deal he signed with the um, Dolphins. But Richie, man, you just got to face the fact that those days of seeing top dollar man for you at your age, it's over, man. It's over. You probably just gonna have to take a one year deal. 
Or maybe if there's a team, you know, the Browns, they got a lot of money out there, but uh, the Browns don't really need need another guard. So it's going to be interesting to see where Richie's going to get picked up, who he's going to sign with. Um, for him, it's actually a bust in disguise because I think he was getting tired of playing for the Bills. But you got to think, Richie, man, you can't knock the Bills. They they gave you a shot. But um, but I understand you want to get paid, man. But you got to understand, man, you made quite a bit of money throughout your career. But I know you're sitting there looking like, man, all these young guys just signing these big, huge contracts. I, I just, I just got to get one more shot. I just got to get one more deal. But nah, Richie, it's not going to happen with you, man. You just, you just got to accept that, man. You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Hopefully you ain't blow your money, man, but you're going to be all right. But that being said, Richie Incognito is a free agent. It's going to be interesting which team's going to pick him up because if you get his services, you're getting the beast. That's all I'm going to say. All right. News out of the New York Giants, Odell Beckham actually showed up at OTAs. Not really big news, but Odell's doing what he's supposed to be doing. I mean, Odell wants to get paid. You haven't heard of a lick of Odell off the field, no incidents. He's been keeping his nose clean. Um, he's doing nothing but a lot of workout videos I've been seeing. I mean, dude looks phenomenal. I mean, he's always been in shape, but he's coming off that that uh, major injury last year. But the knee, the leg, the ankle looks good. He's looking faster than ever. I don't know if I should say fast than ever. I mean, dude's always been fast, but, I mean, he's just looking smooth, man. Odell's doing what he's supposed to be doing, keeping his nose clean. Um, so he's showing up for OTAs. And the bottom line, New York Giants organization, just pay Odell. And I understand they're probably going to be paying him soon. We just don't want this situation lingering to training camp, getting closer and closer to season. Odell still hasn't had the deal. And I understand that he really doesn't need the reps like that. But, you know, come on, man. <laughs> just just pay Odell. Just just pay Odell. And I know there was talks that he was thinking about sitting out preseason, you know, just due to last year with that injury and stuff. I don't blame him for that. But also the guy wants to get paid. Hopefully this Giants organization. I know um, Mr. Moore, the owner, he's also came out and said he will get paid. So hopefully this contract situation will get resolved very soon. So with that being said, Odell, man, I can't wait to see you this year because this giant offense is going to be explosive. I can't wait to see it. And I know it's my team. I'm just excited, man. I just – we got so many pieces right now. This offense is, is just is going to be a thing of beauty. Just can't wait to see it. As long as everybody stays healthy. All right. But anyway, this is about the AFC, AFC South draft. And let's start out with the Buffalo Bills. Bills had a good draft. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I like most of their pickups. I'm not a big fan of Tremaine Edmonds. And it's sad to say because he hasn't even played the NFL down. I mean, I know the kid's about to turn 20 years old. A lot of athleticism. But when I watched the tape and I was just doing my scouting, just checking out a lot of these um, draft picks and stuff, you know, these kids going to be drafting and where they're going to be going and stuff. You know, I was just looking like, hmm, Tremaine Edmonds. Okay, I'm looking like, okay, I can see him going to the Raiders, maybe going to the 49ers, maybe the Dolphins. And then I kind of looked at it and I was looking like, yeah, the Bills actually might be a good fit. I mean, because we have Sean McDermott, the head coach. He's a defense guru. And there's some players, some pieces on this defense. And Tremaine just needs to be in the right system where he can get coached up. And I'm telling you right now, the strength conditioning coach for the Bills, he's got his work cut out for him because this kid needs to get stronger. One of his weaknesses, he cannot shed blocks. I mean, you get your hands on him, it's a wrap. It's over. <laughs> I mean, this is easy one I mean, easily win. So Tremaine just needs to get stronger. Um, like I said, the kid has phenomenal um, skill set. Don't get me wrong. Like, he has the size. He has the speed. 
but it's just the mental part. Sometimes he's a little slow to react, you know, and that's big in the NFL because the NFL, man, you got to be quick to react. You know what I'm saying? You can't have any relapses, and that's one of the knocks on a lot of these kids who come in the NFL game. They're just thinking, oh, I'm going to just get by with my, my skill set. This and that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, it worked for most of the time, but if you're trying to play 12, 13, 14, 15 years in the league, or let's, let's not even say that. If you just want to have a good, solid 10-year career, you know, you you, you got to study the game. I mean, the NFL game is a mental game, and, and it's the best of the best. You know what I'm saying? These teams, these players, these quarterbacks, they will expose your weakness and heartbeat. So, Tremaine, come in here and learn this playbook. And, and like I said, I think you're going to be okay. I mean, you got a lot of talent. But there's a lot of coaching need to be done with you, man, seriously. But I think he has a great future ahead. Um, quarterback Josh Allen, I like to pick right here because when you look at this Bills quarterback situation, it's really not too much. I mean, you have Nathan Peterman and you have Agent McCarron and then you have Josh Allen. So when I'm looking at the 2018 quarterback death chart, right now it's A.J. McCarron's team, but that can change soon. It just all depends on Josh Allen, how quick. You know, he gets caught up with the NFL game, with the playbook and everything. Um, if the team feel like he's ready to step in there and, and start, it's going to be interesting. I mean, because the kid has a lot of talent. I mean, a lot of people can knock him what he did in Wyoming, this and that. But you got to think, he had no weapons in Wyoming. Wyoming was terrible. Offensively, they were terrible. You know, when they play these defense, the defense is like, oh, man, Josh Allen, that's it. <laughs> I mean, we're just going to blitz him. Uh, we're just going to sit in the house and him, confuse him every week. Ah, oh, man, they ain't got no weapons over there. I mean, that's pretty much it. When you saw him in Rainbow, I mean, the kid, when you surround him with talent and some weapons, the kid is pretty good. He's pretty special. He has a good, solid arm. Accuracy at times can be a little issue. But I like his decision-making. Definitely can, can get out the pocket, can scramble a little bit. But I think probably going to end up being the starter heading into training camp. Um, well, I mean, heading into um, open the day. But it just all depends on how quick can he learn. How You know, how does Sean McDermott feel about him? Is he ready to start him? Or they're probably going to just go with A.J. McCarron. But it also remains to be seen, what can A.J. McCarron do? I mean, we've seen very small glimpses of what he has he done in his NFL career, short NFL career so far. But um, A.J. McCarron, it's going to be interesting. This is going to be an interesting um, quarterback battle. And then training camp, because I know most Bills fans are sitting here thinking, ah, man, this Josh Allen's going to be starting from day one. No, remains to be seen. They can. He's got a lot to prove. He feels still like he uh, feels like he could be a starting NFL quarterback in this league. Um, I know he's, going, he's not going to go down without a fight. So it's going to be interesting uh, battle right there with those two quarterbacks. All right, defensive tackle, Harrison Phillips. I love this kid coming out of Stanford. This kid is a future starter behind Kyle Williams. Look for him to spell Kyle Williams on third down. This kid knows how to get off the quarterback. Man, great size, great great technique, man. I love this kid's game. I think this kid right here is probably got probably might be playing eight, nine years in the league, and I could see a, future pro, a couple future Pro Bowls in his near future. All right, um, strong safety, Siren Neal, ferocious hitter. I like this kid. This, you, you want a violent – playmaker back in that secondary. Just watch this kid right here. Just put on the tape. I mean, this kid will knock your head off. And he's a good tacker and the tackler, and that's what you need in the NFL, man. I mean, yeah, I understand a lot of these kids, a lot of these guys in the NFL want to make that hit, but you already know how the NFL is with the rules. They're trying to crack down. 
trying to make this game not as violent, you know, as it was in the past, you know, because, I mean, you know, when I played, that's what it was all about. It was just about knocking your head off, man, physical. I mean, you know, that's just – that's the way I was taught. You know what I'm saying? Going out there, I'm trying to kill somebody, you know. But nowadays, you know, these, these athletes – you know, the, the the NFL rules, safety committees coming down, talking about, oh, no, no, you can't hit them above this, blah, 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 that. I mean, it's just some beef. I understand. I get it. They're trying to protect these these players. I mean, you know, with the CTE and everything coming out, I get it. I get it. I get it. But I love this kid's game. Great tackler. Definitely adds good depth. He's definitely going to be learning behind Michael Hyde. Um, let's see. What else? Bills to guard. Virginia Tech guard. Wyatt Teller. Good powerful run blocker, excels in the run game. He could push Vladimir Dukas for playing time. I'm saying it right now. Never been a fan of Vladimir Dukas game. <sighs> Man, you, you just watch what he did in, in the Jets. Jets fans know what he's talking about. Jets fans, oh, shoot. Vladimir, psh, we glad. I'm telling you, man, this, this, this guy, he's still hanging in there. <sighs> nah, I, I'm telling you right now. If Taylor can pick it, pick it up the playbook pretty fast and can impress the team and the coaches. I think he has a good shot to earn some playing time. It could be a future starter over Vladimir Dukas, which I only see him playing maybe another year or two as a starter because this dude is a career backup. And I said it. Yes. (laughs) All right. Miami Dolphins. Dolphins actually had a good draft and I'm not going to give Mike Tannenbaum a pat on the back. Hell no. I mean, nah, this dude's ruined multiple organizations and like I said before it's all said and done he's gonna probably sink this Dolphins organization as well with some of the bonehead moves that he loves to make but actually he did a good job I got like I said I can't I can't give him a pat on the back because it's Mike Tannenbaum but I love what he did in this draft you know first pick Minka Fitzpatrick we are talking about a kid who's a playmaker can play a corner can play free safety can play strong safety can play any position in the secondary and actually can be one of the top uh, playmakers at any one of those positions in the secondary, which is crazy. That's what I'm saying. This kid is that good. And they got it right because Rashad Jones, we already know back there in that Dolphins secondary, he's the best playmaker. And now you pair him with Fitzpatrick. We're talking about Jones and Fitzpatrick, maybe one of the best safety duels in the game. Woo, man, watch out. I like it. I like it. Um, tight end, Mike uh, Gusecki um, out of Penn State. I like this pickup right here. Good hands, big target, 6'5", 247 pounds. And it's crazy because when you look at the history of the Dolphins' tight ends, when was the last time they had a solid tight end? It seems like they've been missing a lot. I mean, they've been striking a lot out on the tight end position, man. I don't know what's going on. I mean, yeah, you can sit there and say, oh, well, we had Julius Thomas, but Julius Thomas, you know, he had a couple good solid seasons, but he wasn't no, you know, true big playmaker at the tight end position. But I'm telling you, this kid right here, definitely I look for him if uh, it all depends on um, who's going to be the quarterback. If it's Tannehill, I can actually see this kid catching 60, 70 balls. He has that type of potential. And plus, on top of that, he's a good um, blocker as well. Great pick right here. Also, uh, the team drafted outside linebacker Jerome Baker from the Ohio State University. This kid is all about speed, speed, speed. That's it. Just strictly speed. He knows how to get to the quarterback as well. Um, the issue with him just needs to get stronger. I mean, you know, that that that's the issue with a lot of these kids um, coming into the NFL. But that's fine. That's fine. 
I mean, the 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 athleticism is there. The kid knows how to get to quarterback. Has a lot of speed. Um, you know, I think he can actually push Chase Allen because when I'm looking at the depth chart right now at the linebacker position, I think Jerome Baker actually might have a good shot to actually start. I mean, Chase Allen, what did he do last year? He didn't do too much. <laughs> so with that being said, Jerome Baker, I'm telling you, man, you can't coach speed. Quick first step, knows how to get to the quarterback, and on top of that, knows where to locate the ball. If a running back's got the ball, he's going to run to the running back. I'm telling you, this kid, I'm telling you, I can't say no much more. I know I'm just sounding repetitive, but this kid is fast, and I'm telling you, I think this kid has a good, solid uh, NFL future. All right, and then running back, they took uh, Kalen Balich at Arizona State. Big red zone. Uh, touchdown running right here, man. That's all it's going to be. When you get down to the goal line, first and goal, second and goal from the two, from the one, from the three, just give it to Bailey. And I think this kid might have six or seven touchdowns this year. He's a red zone guy. I'm telling you. I mean, yeah, you can use him also, you know, outside the 20s or 30s, blah, 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 this and that. But when you look at this kid's size, 6'1", 227 pounds, what is that? What does that spell? What does that mean? Red zone runner red zone runner just give it to Bayless in the end zone he was gonna score you a touchdown all right let's move on to the Jets Jets another good solid draft man I'm telling you all these teams did good I, I'm actually I'm actually impressed with what all four of these teams in this division did um uh, we already know the Jets heading this season the McCown boy man it's it's crazy because years ago uh when I did the troop by two sports fans back in Ohio with Rudy Rudy used to always laugh because I used to always get on these McCown boys. I mean, Josh and Luke McCown, I used, I used to just bash them so much because I'm sitting here like, and we got to keep in mind, people, that this was back in 09 and 08. That's how long these McCown boys been playing. I know Luke, Luke uh, I think he was retired this year or last year or whatever. But Josh, man, I was just like, man, this dude just, I just couldn't get in Josh, man. I couldn't get into his game. I'm just like, man, how is this dude starting? But look at it now. What almost what ten years later, still starting in the league. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, Josh, you got you got to give him credit. The last few years, Josh has played played pretty well. I mean, I got to give him props for that because I have ridiculed and bashed Josh McCown for years. But I got to give credit to where credit is due. But Sam Darnold, decent guy, decent quarterback. Is he really a franchise QB? I'm not sold on Darnold, man. I know a lot of people just sitting here and say, what? Sam's got the best potential of all these other quarterbacks. In whose eyes? Not in my eyes, because when I look at the tape in the Pac-12 conference, I mean, this dude was throwing picks, like two interception games, three pick games. I'm just looking like, what is going on with dude's decision-making? I and mean, he's not going against great defenses, because in the Pac-12, they don't play great defense in that in that conference. So that's what I'm saying. I'm just looking like, why is this dude throwing so many picks? So that's what I was talking about earlier in the show. Guys, players that have a lot of deficiencies. And I understand. Now, now, now let me let me take a time out. I know there's some guys who had a lot of weaknesses in their game in college. When they came to the pros, they turned it around. I understand it can happen. But like I said, I've seen a lot of other players whose weaknesses that followed them in college follow them to the NFL, and that's why their career didn't last so long. But with Darnold, Man, you turn the ball over like that in the Pac-12, I'm sorry, I can't take you at the number four spot. Yes, I understand he can make the tight throws, big cannon, this and that, but 
he's actually in a good situation because he's going to learn a lot from Josh McCown. You know, McCown's going to teach him a lot about the game. That's what McCown is. Um, McCown's probably going to be the starter. Ah, damn, I can't, I can't, I can't believe I'm saying that. McCown is the starter. But like I said, I got to give him props, man. He, 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 he's, he's had, he's had a good career. But he's going to learn a lot from McCown. Um, tight end, Christopher Hernan out of the U, 6'4", good speed, coming off a of torn ACL injury. Just going to be curious to see how you bounce back from that. Hopefully, man, he makes a full recovery from that. Um, this kid has speed. He knows how to get open and can get deep. So this is a great pickup right here, getting Hernan. But it's crazy. When I look at these Jets tight ends, they have some interesting names. We're talking about – Former high second and third round draft picks. We're talking about Jordan Leggett, uh, Clive Walford, and Bucky Hodges. And now you throw in uh, Christopher Herndon. I'm like, damn. I mean, these actually, you know, coming into the uh, NFL draft, these were some good names, you know. But I know in the NFL so far, a lot of these guys haven't panned out yet. But yeah, this is going to be an interesting battle heading into training camp. Also, um, they drafted cornerback out of Tulane, Perry Nickerson. Good cover skills, just needs to get bigger, only 180 pounds, but this kid has great ball awareness skills. All right, let's move over to the Patriots. I love their draft. I mean, the first pick, you go with Isaiah Wynn, the guard out of Georgia. The question is, you still have two solid guards with uh, uh, Thune and Shaq Mason. So I'm looking at this like, where is Isaiah Wynn going to play at? Where is he going to start at? Are you going to put him at the left tackle position? I know Soder's gone, but you just brought in uh, the guy, Trenton Brown, from San Francisco. So is he going to battle with him for that left tackle starting spot, or are you going to keep him at guard? So I don't know, man. This is going to be interesting where Bill Belichick's going to play this kid. But this kid is a powerful run blocker. But like I said, where is he going to start? I mean, he knows how to push back defenders. And like I said, and they need to get him because you know why? couple picks later, they went with running back out of Georgia, Sony uh, Michelle. Perfect running back for Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in this spread offense. Look for him to be the next Deion Lewis. I mean, I think this kid is going to have a great rookie season. I'm, I'm looking at maybe seven, eight touchdowns, maybe uh, maybe about 1,100 yards um, total. I mean, receiving and, and rushing. Yeah, I, I, I think this kid's going to put up some stats. I mean, this kid was actually a better running back than Nick Chubb at Georgia. And I know some people out there are like, ah, nah, nah, Chubb was the better running back. Nah, not in my eyes. When you look at um, the second half of Georgia's seasons last year, Sony Michelle was the man. I mean, he was the man. No knock on Nick Chubb. Chubb is a beast. I think he's going to have a great career. But Sonny Michelle was the, was the man. Um, Florida cornerback, Duke Dawson. I love this pickup right here. Good cover uh, size. Good cover skills as well. 5'10", 208. Um, decent tackler. Definitely tough and physical. That's what these uh, Patriots cornerbacks need to be. I think this kid can actually start over Eric Rowe. Rowe, not sold on, never been a big fan of this kid. I mean, I know they got him in the little trade coming off from Philadelphia. But, man, in that Super Bowl, whoo, man, Rowe was getting his ass toasted, boy. Damn, he was giving up that ass with no Vaseline. And you guys know how I always like to say on this show, man, if Eric Rowe can't get it together this year in this training camp and he's giving up that ass in practice every day in practice, you know what needs to happen to Eric Rowe? He needs to what? He got dropped off. Mm, he got dropped off, but no, nah, I think he needs to. He need to get dropped off. 
There it is. He need to get chopped off. That's what he needs to do. Also, uh, they took wide receiver Braxton Burials from the U. Man, little West Walker 2.0, I ain't going to say all that. I mean, the kid is perfect, perfect for this offense, especially coming from the slot receiver position. Man, great route runner. He's going to fit in well with this offense. Far as fantasy numbers, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I, I like the kid, man. I think that was a great pickup for them. Um, all right, let's move to the AFC South. I know I'm a little, running a little short on time here. Let's start with these Tennessee Titans, Rashawn Evans, the outside linebacker from Alabama. He definitely should start at the Mike linebacker position. I mean, when he was playing the Nick Saban's defense, playing outside and Mike linebacker, um, this, this kid definitely should be starting next to Wesley Williard. Tough, fast linebacker, great instincts, can diagnose a play in a second just like that. I'm telling you, man, this kid's football IQ is off the charts. This kid's going to be a beast. Um, outside linebacker in the second round, Harold Landy. Come on. This is Mike Rabel's team. We already know he's all about the defense, all about the uh, linebackers getting after the quarterback. This kid has one of the quickest first steps I've ever seen. I'm telling you, man, just just watch him on that edge. I, I just, it's crazy because he gets off the ball so quickly. I've never seen nobody step like this. I mean, this, this kid, man, if, if he can get um, a spin move together and can get a little bit stronger, man, this, this kid might be the steal right here. We're talking about um, uh, um, an edge rusher who might be having 14, 15 sacks a year in his career. I'm telling you, this kid could be that special. Um, they also took quarterback Luke Falk. Eh, Luke Falk, big, strong arm, QB, but I don't really see him ever starting in the NFL. He definitely probably a career backup. All right, ten, uh, Houston Texans, they took safety Justin Reed out of Stanford because they didn't draft him to the third round. This kid has a good chance to start over Andre Hall. 6'1", 207 pounds, had five picks last year, 99 tackles. Man, this kid's a playmaker. I'm telling you, he has a good sh- chance to start. And Just watch for Tyron Matthew and, and Justin Reed combination. Maybe next couple years, it, it could happen. Uh, left tackle, Martinius Rankin, versatile lineman who could play all offensive line positions, started nine games at left tackle at Mississippi State last season. It's a good sh- He has a good chance to actually start because we know heading to this um, season, actually offseason, the Texans' weakness was the left tackle position, and to get him in the um, fourth round actually definitely is a big uh, pickup right here for the Texans. I also like to pick up a wide receiver, Texas Tech wide receiver, Kiki Kutu. I mean, Kati, this kid right here, you're talking about a playmaker, you're supposed to playmaker, 10 touchdowns last year at Texas Tech. I know some people saying, oh, man, that's Texas Tech offense. Yeah, everybody can make plays. Yeah, that's true. But this kid, I'm telling you, he actually has talent. can go up and get the ball, locate the ball, solid route runner, definitely excels on special, definitely from the uh, kick returner position. I think he averaged 30, 32 yards um, per return last year. Yeah, th- th- this kid has playmaking ability written all over him. Um, I definitely look for him to be um, challenging Braxton Miller for that slot receiver position heading into a training camp. And don't be surprised that that kid wins the slot receiver position. I'm telling you, this kid is going to be a playmaker. Mark my words, I said it today on May 21st, 2018. Watch out for this kid from Texas Tech. He's going to be a beast. All right, Indianapolis Colts, we already know when you have your franchise quarterback, Andrew Luck, man, Luck hasn't been so lucky. I mean, he's been, uh, you know, the injury bug has been him, and a lot has to go with this offense line because the GMs that they have had in the past, 
We already know I ain't gonna talk about Ryan Grigson. He he could not get it right with the offensive line, but luck needs help. You need to keep your franchise QB upright. And the Colts last few years have been trying and trying and trying to upgrade this offense line, but still hasn't been able to get it right. But they got it right this year. I'm telling you, in this draft, getting Quentin Nelson, future pro bowler. I'm just going to say it like that. 10-, 12-year career, future pro bowler, probably Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it right now. This kid is a beast. He is special. No weaknesses in his game. Um, outside linebacker Darius Leonard. Uh, Leonard. It took from South Carolina State. He dominated in the MEAC conference, knows how to get to the QB. This kid has a lot of potential. I think this kid definitely could be a starter. Um, I love the pickup of guard um, from Auburn, Braden Smith. Good mauling guard. Colts need linemen that are nasty up front. Telling you right now, when you have luck as your QB, you need people that can protect him and who are nasty and play with a nasty mean streak. That's what Braden Smith and Quinn Nelson play with. Um, I like these pickups for the Colts. All right, Jacksonville Jaguars. Man, where can you play on this team? I mean, if you get drafted, how can you fit a row? How can you create a row? How can you get playing time? Because the team is so loaded. They have so many playmakers, uh, so many young guys on this team. This team has drafted well, but I love to pick up in the first round defensive tackle, Tevin Bryan. Man, he just needs to be in the right system, and this is the perfect system for him to be in because right now when you look at that defensive tackle rotation of Malik Jackson, uh, Abri Jones, and Marcel Darius, woo, to go with Bryan, man, this this is going to be nasty. I'm telling you, man, I feel bad. For QBs, they just going to be rotating them in and out. Uh, wide receiver DJ Chart uh, from LSU. Not the best of hands, but bottom line, my main man Al Davis used to say, speed, speed, speed. And this is what this kid has. He knows how to get deep. Blake Borders, just look for Chart, man. He's just going to be going past defenses. Just try to give him the ball. Look for him. Um, I love to pick up a free safety Ronnie Harrison out of Alabama. He's definitely going to be learning behind Tayshawn Gibson, but he actually could be starting next year. Um, this kid is versatile, can play both safety positions, um, great ball awareness skills, has seven career INTs during his um, tenure at Alabama. So with that being said, man, in the AFC East and the AFC South, all teams had great drafts. It's going to be an interesting season next year. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see. Uh, which team is going to merge from both divisions. I think it's going to be the Patriots in the East, but I'm telling you, man, watch out for them Dolphins next year. On that note, see you guys next week. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.